Wouldn't it be great if there were a pocket-sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, or be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. I know because it's definitely helped me too. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is the only meditation app advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has three-minute SOS meditations for you. Need some help falling asleep? They can help you with wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has stuff that you could do with your kids too. And their approach to mindfulness can help you reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Like I said, I use Headspace as well. I used to use it back in the day, then I got off of it for a while to use another tool. But then, honestly, I came back to it, and it's even better. The voicing, the meditation, it definitely, even just with five minutes a day, it really changes everything for me. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Incredible. So you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. So go to headspace.com slash SPI. That's headspace.com slash SPI for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash SPI today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 267. Yo, 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 let's go. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, he has the speed of a roadrunner and the cunning of a rattlesnake, Pat Flynn. What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here. Thank you so much for joining me in this session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. We're in 267, making our way over 300, so I'm super thankful for you. Please subscribe to the show if you have yet to do so because we've got a lot of great stuff coming up. But today, some of you might know, we're right in the middle of what I call advertising month here on Smart Passive Income. We typically have some sort of theme of the month to base our content off of. It's really helpful for production and productivity. Um, Sorry, I said that weird, but what's really cool is today we're talking specifically about video advertising. This is something that I'm exploring right now and to help me and help you explore video advertising and exactly what that means, how it all works, how to get started, I brought on not one but two experts on the show today from a company called V-Roll, V-E-E-R-O-L-L.com, which was actually started by my good friend who we have on the show, Gideon Shalwick, today. You might have heard me mention him on the show uh, a while back. He and I haven't connected for a while, so it was actually great to talk to him here today, but his campaign manager also came on the show. Her name is Anya, and she's amazing too. She actually helps run all the campaigns for the clients that they have as well, so we're going to get an amazing introduction to video advertising, uh, specifically on platforms like YouTube and uh, how well they perform and how to do them and all those kinds of things. So let's not wait any longer and let's get right into it. Here they go. Gideon and Anya from vroll.com. Hey guys, what's up? I'm so happy to welcome not one, but two amazing guests on the show today. This is Gideon and Anha, who work at vroll, V-E-E-R-O-L-L.com. So Gideon, Anya, welcome to the show. Thank you both for being here. Hey, Pat. Great to be here, man. It's been a while. (laughs) Thanks for having us. So fun, quick, random story for all of you. Um, So Anya and I actually know each other. A lot of you probably heard of me talk about Gideon before. He has another company, Splashio, uh, Splash, and then the letter E-O dot com, 
which I use for really cool animations in my videos, and you can get some really quick, really good-looking animations for your own videos there, too, so you can check that out. Um, but uh, Anya and I know each other through a random occurrence. So it was a few years back I tweeted that I was looking to take singing lessons. And then Anya reached out and was like, hey, I'd love to give you a free lesson. And I was like, this is super cool. So we got on Skype, and it was an amazing lesson. And she's like, hey, you know what? Well, I'm not doing this for, for uh, you know, I'm not taking clients, but I know somebody named Carrie Ho, uh, the, the songbird tree, and she's, she's amazing. And so a lot of you might remember I took singing lessons for like a year. That was through Anya's recommendation, and they were awesome. So first of all, thank you, Anya, for that. And how crazy it is that you're here now talking about video ads and stuff. That's kind of cool. I know. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah. Life is weird like that sometimes. And Gideon and I have been friends for what I feel like forever now. Um, and we come across each other <laughs> at events every once in a while. Uh, and you're still in Australia, Gideon. Is that true? Yeah, on the sunny coast. Go Australia. Nice, nice. I will actually, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to be there later this year at the Pro Blogger Conference. I got invited back. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's just, I think they run it on the Gold Coast, right? It's just around, around the corner from us. Yeah, so, yeah I think, or, or Brisbane or something. We'll, we'll figure it out, but it's going to be awesome. Okay. And I want you to talk a little bit about V-Roll. So that's why I have you guys both on the show today. You guys work together on helping people with their video ads. So this entire month, May of 2017, we've been talking all about advertisements from Twitter to Facebook, Instagram, you know, the whole gamut. But I, there was no better person to speak to about video ads than than you. And then you were like, well, Anya knows all, she runs all of our campaigns. So I was like, okay, we gotta talk about this. So let's start with video ads. So Gideon, why would a person wanna even be interested in, in video ads when there's all this excitement about all these other ads that seem to be working? Who are video ads for and who are they not for? Well, I guess, first of all, the whole video ad thing falls under the paid advertising banner, right? And, and as far as I can tell, there's only really three ways of getting traffic to your website or your web assets. You know, you can get this thing that people would call, I guess, free traffic or organic traffic, which is not really free because you've got to spend time on it, right? Mm -hmm. And it takes a lot of time before you can build that sort of momentum. Uh, and then there's sort of borrowed traffic that you can get from influencers and joint venture sort of relationships. Um, but, you know, that also has some issues. It's a double-edged sword because sometimes, you know, it, it, it creates this reciprocity feeling or, um, you know, you get quite dependent on, on those relationships, mm -hmm. which is not a safe way to only have that sort of traffic and then there's the pay traffic one where you are in control of how much traffic you want when you want it when you want to turn it off where you want to send it um, so it gives you a lot of control uh, to be able to build your business um, you know uh, faster I think uh, than you can with organic or, or uh, joint venture sort of traffic if you're just starting from scratch that is so when it comes to video ads so that's a subsection of the advertising world right um, with video ads What's great about that is that, as we all know now, <laughs> um, I've been saying this for quite a few years, but you have. video is, <laughs> yeah, you know that, right? Um, video is just an incredible <clears throat> medium for engagement. Uh, and, and there's a number of reasons why. I mean, first of all, just the most obvious thing is that it, it actually moves. <laughs> you know, it's, it's moving pictures. And, and that just, just grabs people's attention so much easier than anything else. So when you start combining movement with uh, some clever messaging and psychology, uh, you can, I think, get some, some pretty amazing results, uh, even compared to other uh, forms of advertising. And we're talking about just the videos in general, right? So that could also be videos 
on other platforms such as Instagram or Facebook as well. I agree. The movement that obviously captures your eye. And a lot of people are using videos to sort of start their campaigns on Facebook. But you guys go into to YouTube primarily. Is that right, Anya? Like you guys go into YouTube to run your ads for, for these companies. And what? why is YouTube very powerful for advertising? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we started out uh, being a tool mainly for YouTube. And now we have uh, like video templates as well for Facebook and Instagram. Hmm. Uh, but YouTube, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that are really powerful about YouTube. You can get extremely targeted. So, for example, if you have a video ad um, uh, reviewing a yoga mat, you can run your video on videos about yoga mats. So you can get super specific. And um, that, that's a really amazing way of, of reaching the exact right people for your offer. So, um yeah, it, there, there are a lot of things about YouTube that people aren't really aware of yet that you can do. Uh, it's a lot less saturated. You know, on Facebook, you hear a lot of stories about there's so many uh, ads in the newsfeed now that, you know, people have to try to find new ways to um, get their message or their ads in front of people. But YouTube mm-hmm. is a lot less saturated still. Um, yeah, so. And so on on YouTube. I, been, oh, go ahead, Gideon. I was just going to mention we've we've also been seeing some very interesting results on on even just Instagram and I, I think similar to what Anya is saying you know Facebook is is getting more and more saturated and um, Instagram's sort of like the new kid on the block and and similarly now with with video ads on there uh, you know you can you can grab attention and, and drive people to your site very very effectively. Right. So on Instagram, you know, it's those sixty-second videos that we see in our feed, sort of. It says sponsored underneath, at least at this point in time. On Facebook, we could see these ads in, this, in a similar way. On YouTube, there's a lot of different kinds of video ads. I've I've noticed at least uh, I've I've noticed these what's called pre-rolls that go up before a video, like you were saying with that yoga mat one. You know, I'll see something first related to that thing I'm about to watch, and then I kind of just click through it. Sometimes, sometimes I actually watch all the way through. We'll talk about that in a minute. And then I see like literally, it's like an advertisement in the middle. Like the video just stops. And then all of a sudden there's this advertisement. I'm like, whoa, what just happened? So that definitely captures my attention. Plus it's in the middle of something, so I'm going to continue to watch. Um, and, and then there's uh, – I've, I've seen videos like that that are short, but I've also seen ads that are like an hour and a half, which I don't know what the strategy there is, but I, sometimes I see millions and millions of views on there. So uh, you know, uh, like where, where do we even start with video ads? If we want to explore video as another option, Gideon, where would we even begin to start formulating, okay, well, what's, what do we do here uh, and, and where do we start? Right. Uh, you know, the, the answer I'm going to give you is, is probably going to be the same for any kind of paid advertising or any, any I think any business approach uh, when you want to drive traffic to your website. It, it all first starts with, with who you're trying to target, right? Uh, you've mm-hmm. got to get really clear on the specific audience that you want to target. And, you know, this is even more important than, say, when you're going down the content marketing path or um, or the, the borrowed traffic with, with uh, influencers. Because, you know, with with the paid advertising one, you you pay for it, right? You 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 pay money out of your pocket to to make this stuff works, and and you got to make sure that um, you're actually getting the bang for your buck, right? You want to make sure you get a return on investment. Whereas with the other mm-hmm. ones, it doesn't hurt as much when it goes wrong, you know. So you you want to make sure that um, you get the right audience. That's the first thing to get in alignment. Uh, the second thing to get in alignment is is your message. You know, the message in your actual ad, in your video ad, and and that's. Um, it's one thing that we, we, I guess at the beginning, we didn't appreciate how important it is and how actually it, it, it could be quite challenging if you're just starting out to get right. 
but with the right sort of formula and the right sort of training, you can you can get there um, very easily. So that's the second thing, getting that right. And then the third thing is where you're sending people. You know, what what sort of landing page do you send people to, and and what do you do with uh, you know with people after that? Do you is it do you send people straight to a sales page? Do you send them to uh, a page where they can get something for free? Do you send them to a blog post? Um, you know the the flexibility just with that structure when you get the right audience the right message and the right uh, destination um, is uh, it depends a bit on what you're trying to achieve are you trying to get leads are you trying to build pixels <laughs> you know for uh, on a blog mm-hmm. post for example are uh, you trying to get sales uh, are you trying to uh, build a movement um, so it depends a bit on what exactly you're trying to achieve but if you if you keep those three things in mind the right audience with the right message to the right destinations your chances of success are going to be so much higher. Okay, great. Now let's say we do have our audience in mind. We do have a message we want to share and a particular reason why we'd want to advertise to people and then a specific goal. So perhaps let's let's just start with leads, for example. I want to build leads. Right. I have a message. I have something that I can offer for free to build those leads once they get to a landing page, for example. What's the next step for video? I've tapped out on Facebook. Okay. I, want to, I want to explore video. Uh, where would I go from there? Well, you need a video. <laughs> okay. <Right>. Yes. And <laughs> and I think um, actually that's a so, that's a, it's funny, but it's a good point because yeah, obvi- it's obvious. But I think this is also a yeah. reason why other people don't do it is because well, oh, okay, a video. That's like I have to I, I I need to spend a lot of money on making you know a commercial or a really good video. So right. I, I'm just gonna exp- right. I'm just gonna keep with these other things where I can just write a few lines of text. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- this uh, Anya, I'm, I'm sure you've you'll be able to say quite a few things about this as well, but I want to create some context here. Um, you know, Pat, uh, about 10 years ago when I started uh, my entrepreneurial journey, um, very quickly I started doing video. One of my, you know, first projects, I already started doing uh, video and then I did the Become a blog, uh, Blogger project with Yarrow and then moved on to Free Magic Live, which is a YouTube channel that, that became very successful. And then I had Rapid Video Blogging and then I started Splashio and now V-Roll. All of these projects or businesses where um, had a massive video component in it, mm-hmm. and the number one issue that I always had was the the video production, that the time that it takes, the difficulty of it, the the production, the editing, all this sort of stuff. I was always a pain in the neck, and um, if you look at my journey, um, every business that I started from that beginning was moving closer and closer to eliminate this pain point of, yeah, of video right, production actually. for myself. And, 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 you know, that's where V-Roll is now. Um, you know, we've, we've created V-Roll to essentially eliminate that pain point. But, you know, that's the thing. You've got to create a video. And um, you've got to create a video that actually works, you know, that, that actually gets people and move them to action. Um, and once again here, so it depends on, on, the, on what you're trying to do. If you're, if you're just trying to get leads here, say, one really cool strategy is to, um, to first send people, say, to a content piece. Maybe it's a blog post uh, or maybe it's another video on YouTube that you want to send people to. Now, from that, you can build you know, like a remarketing list, for example, to warm people up first, right? And then mm-hmm. from there, then you can send them to uh, a lead capture page where you're giving something away for free, for example. And in that process, uh, your video can, can play a huge role. You could have a video on your original blog post, for example, but then you can use a very... Um, short and, and very effective little video ad of say 30, 40, 50 seconds long to drive people to your landing page. Um, so, so these videos need to be well thought through with a good message and good production value uh, to help you maximize your return on investment. 
Nice. So these videos, they're definitely very short, but there's obviously a structure to them. Um, and this is obviously what V-Roll does provide for the people who use your service, which is great. But if you could offer, Anya, um, sort of a structure for a, a video, like if I, I, if I wanted to create one really quick, like I'm, I'm just curious to know what that would need to look like or how it would have to flow for this type of video that we're talking about right now. Right. Um, yeah. So what we notice actually is that um, well, obviously it has to have a sort of a good production value, but at the same time, uh, the the message is just so much more important than uh, making it look super slick and fancy. So that's the first thing to know that for anyone who wants to start with video, uh, also if they're making a video themselves, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to look like an ad. In fact, it's it's better if it looks real and if it doesn't look too polished and perfect. So mm -hmm. uh, it's it's important to focus on the message. Um, what we always start, we use a formula, uh, we call it AIDCA. Uh, the A stands for grabbing attention. So we often start with a question. So for example, if you are if you know that um, your product solves a specific problem, you start with a question like, hey, are you struggling with X, Y, Z? And especially on YouTube, especially if you do the skippable in-stream ads, you have only five seconds to grab attention. So that start is really important because if, if you're not, you know, grabbing their attention, they're going to skip it and you lost them. Mm. So that's really important. Um, then we use the second one, create interest. So you want to um, sort of give people a, a, it's like you're creating an open loop. You want to say something that's going to keep them interested, um, um, build, build some intrigue and create some desire for them to know, uh, okay, what is this business? What is this offer? Maybe this could actually solve my problem. Um, we, we only use, uh, with our video templates, five lines of text for that, but you could also, you know, make it longer depending on how you create the video. And, and the very most important thing at the end is also the call to action, especially on YouTube. Um, it's not always so obvious for people where to click or how to click. Mm -hmm. Um, also because you're disturbing them a little bit, um, you have to make it really clear where the, where the link is, uh, how they can click on it. Um, yeah. So I think if, if anything, that those are the most important things make sure you grab attention make sure you have a strong call to action um yeah that's that's what uh, what i would focus on okay so a for attention starting with a question or something that really pulls them in within that first five seconds interest you know something that's going to keep them watching the whole time something of value to them perhaps uh and then d uh is the watch Sorry, I missed that. Uh, yeah, so the D is for desire. So you you, oh, okay. you want to create some. Uh, yeah, so I wasn't uh, um, quite complete there. So no, yeah, I want to create desire for them to uh, um, um, yeah keep watching and and you know you have to start make make them think that you have the solution to their problem. Uh, obviously, um, right? Yeah, um, and then let's see. And then you said call to action. Was that the C and the A yeah. together? Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we also uh, the, we use a conviction as well. So uh, that, that's kind of, I think personally, the building entry, creating desire, creating conviction, they, they kind of belong together. It's like the middle part of your ad right. where you want to convince people to, uh, that your offer is worthwhile. It's, it's worth checking out. So uh, the way that you st structure that, we do it in five lines. But if you do, if you make your video in a different way, you can make that longer or do it slightly differently, but um, uh, yeah, at the end of and, and at the end, the call to action is just really important. And, and there's also some people, for example, they create longer form ads where they they really give some actual content. So mm -hmm. for people who want to be on video, you can, for example, give them a tip or give them 
some actionable advice to actually give you, you know you want to give value before you ask for something so um, that's really uh, important for the middle part uh, and then the call to action is is uh, really vital as well so when you say five lines of text is there actual text on on the screen that you're sharing at those certain points yeah so uh, for the video templates we use uh, yeah we use actually f- uh, uh, like simple animated videos, some of them have images, some of them have just text, mm-hmm. and uh, they they have only five lines of text. And um, yeah, they can actually work surprisingly well. Uh, what we've noticed, but it can take some time to make sure that your your message fits into those five lines. So, like Gideon said in the beginning, you have to make sure you know exactly who you're targeting, what problem you're solving, all those kinds of things. You have to be super clear on that, and uh, then you can you can actually fit it in five lines. And uh, and get people to to come to your site. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, it can be very simple. To, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gideon, why yeah. Are we, why why lines instead of like you know a face on camera or you know is it yeah. is it really just about just I, I'm curious so so why that's the decision. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, uh, the the. the um, the way we started off with V-Roll uh, was that uh, it was a lot easier just to do text moving on screen and um, compared to fully animated sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we, we just started off with that. And then we started adding more fancy stuff as we as we kept going. And, and then it became interesting because we wanted to see, okay, I wonder how would a split test go if we were to split test, say, a talking head video with one of these templates where it's just basically um, text moving on the screen. And um, so we spent about you know, uh, a good amount of time to create a nice talking head video, like our regular process. I, I scripted out, mm-hmm. recorded properly with, with a nice camera gear, um, and then flick it off to our, our video editor and then toing and froing with him to make it all look perfect. It took about um, four days of work to – not 100% of my time, but um, you know, four days in terms of how long it took to get the video done. And, and then we created um, a much smaller – uh, video ad with with basically the same message but just condensed and it was just with text moving on the screen that's all it was and then we ran a split test between those two videos on on Facebook and we 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 knew that our the the templated text on the screen kind of video would get results but we didn't expect it to outperform the talking head video and um you know, there's probably a number of reasons why that happened. I think one huge reason uh, for Facebook and Instagram in particular right now is that you know when people are scrolling on on their feed, uh, for a lot of people the, the video starts auto playing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have just a talking head auto playing, um, there's no sound, right? So all you see is this, the person's mouth opening and closing. <laughs> <laughs> there's no actual other visual or intellectual clues why you should be watching that video. Compare that to text moving on the screen. Um, you know, especially if, if, you, if you've got the right sort of text moving on the screen, like a, a starting off with a question that targets a pain point or a, a problem area in someone's life, um, that's immediately going to engage them. And they're going to go, hey, what's this? Uh, I need to click on this or I need to watch this video. And so, so that was a really, really interesting test. And, you know, nowadays what we do is whenever we want to run a big campaign, what we do first is we go just for those very simple t- uh, text-based templates and we first just focus on getting the message right, and then later on, if we want to, and if if we if we can be bothered, <laughs> you know, we might go and create something more fancy based on that. But to be honest, quite often we just stick with those simple ones because they they do the job and they do a really good job. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And, and I like how because you have it specific to, okay, five lines only, you have to really nail down what that message is. And it's very easy and clear to read when you're on the other end watching that ad. And, you know, the other thing related to the talking heads that you, you had mentioned, you know, if I'm targeting people who don't know me and then they see my face in their Instagram or Facebook, I, I'm like, who's this guy? Like, no, I don't, you know, I, I'm only supposed to follow my friends and this guy is not my friend. So right. I'm not going to even yeah. like turn the sound on. So that that's actually a great, you know, everything you said and, and that there is a great argument for, you know, going the text route. Um, and, and so what would the call to actions be at that point? Would it would it be go to a landing page or or click here? Like on YouTube, there's there's nowhere really that you can include a link other than like in the description. Right. So how would that call to action kind of play out on you if you could, if you don't mind sharing? Yeah, so um, on YouTube, you actually um, have various ways that you can show your link, uh, but but it's actually really good that you mentioned that because a lot of people don't know that. So oh, no, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, so um, we we use a very simple call to action, usually something like click here to learn more, click to download your free something, um, click here to go to the site. And then we actually use arrows in our templates to actually show people uh, visually where they have to click because... Yeah, like you said, it's not very obvious. So it, it depends a bit on if you're running your ad on, on desktop devices or mobile, how the link shows up. But, um, you know, sometimes it shows in the bottom left. Some, you can also add it in the top right. Um, there's annotations and screens. There's cards. There's hmm. so many ways that you can actually add a link. But um, the, it's really important that you that uh, you point people to the right area where they have to click. So that's basically what, what we purely focus on for the last line. Um, remind them to click and re and really like show them with an arrow where the link is. Got it. And then in terms yeah. of like where these ads are created, not like production, but okay, you're creating these ads. Are they, is there, because I know on Facebook, there's like the Facebook power editor or the ads manager. Where does one even begin? Where, where does one upload ads for, for YouTube and Instagram? Yeah, for YouTube, you can uh, just upload it to your own channel. So if you don't have a YouTube channel yet, you can uh, create one. Um, for the ads, they don't have to be public. So oftentimes we just use them as unlisted videos. And then when you actually build your campaign, you go inside AdWords. So that's that's where you also build campaigns for Google search, for example. Uh, and then you can just link to your um, YouTube video. Okay, so from, from AdWords yeah. is where yes, it's at. Yes, that's right. And I know they used to have it separate pads. Oh, but, did um, they? And it was it was it was quite cool back then, but um, because <laughs> um, <laughs> it was much simpler. And then they, they brought it together with AdWords. Uh, it's it's more powerful now, but there's a few more bells and whistles. Yeah. Now, is it something that a beginner could easily learn to go through the process of setting up uh, one of these ads, Gideon? Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, especially with the right sort of instruction, there's there's a few little things that that you need to be aware of and know about to to make it more effective but i mean uh, you know you, you can if you want to um uh, set up a, a youtube video ad within less than 10 minutes and and get a result it might not be a great result uh, for example when you know when i publish a video on my youtube channel and i just want to um, get get a little bit of traction there to start it off with and you know i might set the, the targeting to very general but then only you know pay one cent per view or something like that. Setting up a campaign like that is very very easy, and you can get a lot of views very very quickly like that. Um, but um, it may not get you the result that you're after. If you're only after views, then you know that's really really easy. Mm -hmm. um, then the next step is to say, okay, well, what can I do to 
do a bit better here with my targeting because obviously the better your targeting is and then your better your message and your landing page, the better your results are going to be. Uh, but for the targeting, you know, that um, that's where things get really fun because, um, you know, you can uh, target a specific video on YouTube, for example. Mm. You can target a specific channel. You can target a set of videos or a set of channels. You can target by keywords. There's, there's a whole bunch of things uh, that you can do for targeting. And I guess that's where a little bit of extra training comes in a bit more handy um, so that you can get that right. Because when you get that right, uh, then your results, um, you know, go you know, improve a lot more as well. Did you say one cent per view? I did. Is that because that's, that's okay, that sounds like a good price to me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does, but the so you know, um, I, so if if your goal is to just get views, then and you just want to pay one cent per view, then that's a very valid strategy. Now, is that a good um, goal audience, to, to have views? Like, could can having more views help you, or should there be something more? Because I know sometimes the more views you have, like the more popular your videos become in organic traffic. So maybe there is a reason for that. I don't, I don't know. Well. Well, the, the only real reason I think these days is is for um, for social proof okay. and, and to give it to give it some traction just to get kickstarted. And obviously, this the, the trouble with it is that you're going out to a very very general audience when you do that, and 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 so you know most people I think who come and watch a video for one cent, um, if you just go for a really general targeting, um, are not very well suited to watch your video. So they they might watch a little bit, but they might keep away and, and not actually watch the whole thing mm. um but obviously that it can it can um you can get some a bit of tra traction and a, a few more views so that you know when other people see your video in their feed or in their subscription feed you know that it, it can it can look you know you can give at least the impression that there's this little bit of something happening there but in terms of um so I mean that's that's the benefit the social proof side of it. Yeah, and um, that's that's like boosting then, a post on Facebook, right? You 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 post something on Facebook and there's right. like that boost button because I'm actually going through the process right now as you guys are speaking. I picked a video, I opened up the little promote button. So if you go to video video manager and look at promote, then it has like okay, here's your set your budget, set your audience, choose right. your locations, choose your interest, and literally that's it. Like I can't. There's nothing more advanced than that, so you're right. It's just it is right. looks like looks like it's going to a very general audience in that way. Right, and 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 that's the thing. So if if you just want to get those first few views, then then that's fine for that. On on YouTube, um, you know they you used to get your videos ranked really well if the more video uh, views you got. And so the, the thing is, pe people started playing the system, and and YouTube caught on to that. And basically, them a few years ago, they made a huge change in the algorithm that prevented people from doing that so that you know anything that basically can be played um they you know they minimize the effectiveness of of, of ranking the, the key thing they look for now is is uh, watch time and session time for you know for how well your video might rank um you know those are the, sort of the two main things but there's other things too obviously and so if you're um if if you're getting a lot of uh views from people that are not very targeted then they're not going to be that engaged. They're not going to watch very long. So your watch time right. is not going to be that great. As it can actually result. work against you. It so it, it, it can. I'm not 100% sure how YouTube and Google looks at pay traffic versus organic traffic oh, okay. and whether they separate that. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not sure if they bring that together for ranking. Um, but, you know, so that's that's something you got to keep in mind when you when you build these campaigns as well. Okay, so beyond, okay, so beyond the just the normal boost one like I just mentioned, What's the proper way 
to do, for example, you know, a video. And I guess it depends on what platform too, because it's more than just YouTube, right? It's it's Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah. And and by the way, confirm for me, Instagram, you can run ads through Facebook, right? That's because they're they're part of the same company now, right? Yeah, that's Correct. right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, just making sure. I, I wonder if I wonder if Anya might uh, Anya, uh, how about if you quickly share with with Pat and uh, just you know how simple it is on on Facebook, but then also. You know how the process you'd normally go through for creating campaign uh, on on YouTube. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, first of all, you have to choose. Well, you have to have your video, obviously. So, um, and that's the first thing. But again, this doesn't have to be a super complicated, uh, fancy one. Uh, if you get your message right, that's really important. Um, then, when you know who you want to target, uh, yeah, you're going to have to choose your targeting method. So. If you want to really quickly build a campaign and you already have traffic on your site, uh, a remarketing campaign is, is one of the easiest things to start with because, you know, you don't have to select any targeting settings other than the people that have visited your site. Mm. It works a little bit the same as on Facebook. You have a pixel on your site and uh, it collects everyone who visited. it. Um, but another thing that I think a lot of people may not be aware of is the, yeah, the video placement targeting and the channel targeting. So, um this is a great way to to quickly get your message in front of uh, very specific people. Um, so, for example, uh, I, I used to work with someone in the education industry and he was selling a program for uh, pre-health students. So we would only target the video ad uh, to people who were watching uh, pre-health related videos. And actually, the, so the views weren't as cheap as uh, like the one or two cents, but they were still quite cheap because there's not a lot of advertisers specifically targeting people watching those videos. Mm -hmm. You know, on YouTube, you still see a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of brands still seem to use it like the way they use uh, TV ads. So you can, you probably know this, like you see a lot of videos are not interesting to you at all. They're very general and they Mm -hmm. they look like TV ads. So if you can uh, think of, okay, who, um, who are the people I want to target and what videos are they watching? Uh, that's that's a really powerful way to start and then collect a list of those videos to run your ad in front of. Uh, that's that's one of the most targeted ways to to start. So that's what I would recommend. Okay, so retar- how do you retarget uh, with Google? Because I know on Facebook they give you sort of a pixel script and then you, then you put it on your website and then it begins to track that way. Is it, is it literally like the same way for, with Google too? Yeah, it's the same way. You just install the code and uh, then everything will be tracked, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it seems like if you're not tracking or putting pixels like that on your site right now, you're you're sort of losing out. Even if you're like yeah. like if you're not even doing ads right now, it's still worth doing that so that when you're ready to do ads, you have all that data already, right? Because you if if you wanted to do what yeah. you just said, you can't do it today because you don't have any data to kind of look at, right? Yeah. No, that's right. It it takes some time to uh to build that list. It depends a bit on on how much traffic you have. So if you have uh, I mean, it sometimes actually surprises me that there are businesses who have a lot of traffic, but but they you know, they still haven't installed that pixel. They um, may not realize how much they can get out of that. You know, if you especially, um, yeah, if, if people have uh, visited your, your pricing page or they've looked at certain products on your site, uh, one of the great ways also to use video advertising is to run a video ad to remind them like, hey, I saw you visited my page. Um, you know, you can you can so easily get uh, results from that kind of traffic. You know, they're they're the people that are already so warmed up. So everyone should have those pixels uh, on their site for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, I pretty much can guarantee that most of the people listening to this right now probably don't have it. So they're probably going to be right. doing that right now. Is there anything to worry about or look out for? Because that's for, I'm, I'm guessing for my audience, a lot of people have never even potentially heard of that before. So for both Facebook and, yeah. and Google, is there anything to, to, to worry about? Like, is it literally just taking that script that you get uh, again, from Facebook for your Facebook pixels and then Google for for uh, your Google Pixel so that it can track people and where they go and what they do. Um, is it just yeah. is it like you copy and paste that and put it in your header and that's that's all you need to do? Or do you have to set up anything in terms of like, okay, I want to track how many people are coming to this page or, or that page? Like, how does that? Oh, yeah, great question. Yeah. So uh, the only thing you have to start with is just installing the code. Uh, later in time, you can go inside Facebook or inside AdWords and say, okay, I want to build custom lists of people who visited that page. But you don't have to do that to start with. Uh, so I, mean, I totally understand people uh, aren't aware of that. So to start with, all you have to do is install the, the main code. It will start tracking even if you're not ready to run paid traffic yet, even if you want to wait two years, uh, just have the code on there so you can uh, target those people later if you want to. Mm, I'm guessing that a video with how to do that might be useful for people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, we ha we have some videos you, on okay. our site as well in our training area. Yeah, absolutely. Because these are the things that can be overwhelming in the beginning, uh, all the tech stuff and getting it ready. But uh, yeah, we have we have some content on that for sure. It's it's uh, it sounds complicated, but it's it's not so hard if you. Uh, yeah, if you watch the video. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, well, we'll link to the resource. Uh, we'll, we'll link to it in the resource section of this of this post for sure. Can you run us through like a, a sample campaign? I mean, you don't have to say any company names or anything like that, but I'm just curious to know like the approach that that was taken and how much was spent on ads and what it kind of turned into after like the before, how much was spent, and then how much was actually earned back as a result, like with the, like the ROI. Do you have any examples to share? that can help us understand kind of what the potential is here. Maybe get in it if you have any. Um, I, I'll, I'll mention one, but Anya will know the details more. We had um, um, a client in the education space. Uh, unfortunately, we can't mention too much details, but, okay. uh, you know, this, uh, this, this client um, had a wonderful business where they were selling a, a high-ticket item Um uh, a training course, basically, uh, in in an in person sort of a training course, mm -hmm. and you know, I remember us sending sending traffic um, to that business uh, and um, getting some very very good uh, return on investment for for that particular uh, campaign. Um, Anya, was was there? Did you want to talk a little bit about that? Was there anything that you think we could mention there that would be useful? Yeah, exactly. So uh, this was uh, yeah the client where. Um, uh, what, what I previously mentioned, uh, we were targeting um, pre-health students watching watching videos related. To, they were yeah uh, preparing for their uh, exams. So uh, we were very specific about who we want to target, also with with their age and and um, um, basically we, we sent them to a landing page so they could sign up for more info. And then eventually, uh, part of those people would buy the program. And because of these, uh, this is something that you know when you're doing paid traffic and you want to get um, a high return, it's it's really important to know your lifetime value. It's really important to know how much you're going to make uh, per lead or per customer. And and that's something that um, can be a bit, bit hard in the beginning. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes people just want to, 
you know, slap up a campaign and be like, oh, great, I'm going to get more traffic. And yes, you can get a lot of views, you can get a lot of traffic. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to think of how am I, you know, am I going to make money from this traffic? Because it, it will cost you money, right? So in this case, uh, this program was about, yeah, like $8,000. So if if one person signs up for that, that that's pretty awesome. And yeah. uh, we got an amazing return on investment because of that, because um, you know, the, the, the value of a customer is so incredibly high. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's one way we did it for that client. Um, another one of my, my favorite stories is actually, uh, one of our customers. So he wasn't a client that I worked with, but he, he told us his story, how we used, uh, our tool as well. And basically that was a very different purpose, but what he did, um, he was working with a songwriter and because of my background is also in music, that was really an uh, exciting story for me. Uh, basically, what they did um, is run videos of. Um, so there's a singer-songwriter. She has like cover videos, and she 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 makes videos for YouTube. They were running her videos in front of videos of similar artists. So um, mm. basically, what she did is she built her entire online brand, her YouTube channel, and so that could be another goal with those ads. And um, she, she gained a lot of subscribers. And we actually, I wrote an article for a di- digital marketer about this. So people can find that as well. Maybe uh, a link to it. And it was really great. Like her channel grew a lot from running those ads. And uh, another sort of interesting effect was that the manager of the artist she was running her ads in front of actually reached out to her to uh, perform like open for, what? for the that's artist. Crazy. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, and that's, that's that's so cool because, you know, th- that's one of the things you can do that people don't realize. Like if you, especially, you know, with music or arts, there's a lot of things people are watching on YouTube that you can get your, um, you know, business or art, whatever it is in front of them. And there can be, uh, you know, the, like for some businesses, the goal will be to, you know, sell a certain program, but it could also be to build your brand. Um, so there's so many great ways to use it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that's really fun. That's a cool story. So yeah. I th- it, it seems like video, there's a lot of def- definitely a lot of opportunities, but a lot of it has to do with not just the messaging, but also just you know who you're targeting, um, because yeah. that that that's that's ultimately who who your customers or subscribers are going to be. So it's very similar to what we're hearing related to other platforms. I think this is just another outlet that one might be able to use, and I think for some industries it might be you know the answer if the other ones maybe are not working. So Gideon, are there any yeah. uh, sort of final uh, tips or words of encouragement for people out there who uh, may want to look into getting into into video ads? Yeah, you know, I I, I think um, it's it's the same with with everything else that you're doing online. And depending on how big your team is, um, you know, set that vision for what you want to create, but don't get stuck on the on the tech details. You know, if you get stuck on that. Find someone else or a tool, something that can help you with the tech stuff, so that you can you can get the result that you're after. And you know, it'd be a pity if you if you don't use um, advertising and video advertising in your business to help it grow, if it's because of a a tech related sort of a bottleneck or a block that you might have. Right. I mean, so, like your, um, your competitors are out there figuring it out, and you're losing business because of it. <laughs> Exactly. You know, we're we're getting in, in one of our businesses. We we're getting conversions from a, a remarketing sort of audience for, um, I think it was less than fifty cents. And this is for a customer. This is not for a lead. Um, and and so, um, you know, that the thing is, when you get such good targeting, um, you can get customers for very very cheap, and and you don't have to 
you know, so, which means you can you can spend money, more money on your advertising. You can grow your business much faster. Mm-hmm. And certainly, in in terms of the priority, in terms of uh, targeting for us, uh, retargeting or remarketing has been probably our number one most effective, um, highest return on investment sort of um, uh, audiences. Um, second from that would be if you've got an email database, for example, to upload that to either Google or, or Facebook and Instagram to to then target those people that you can run ads to um, and that can be very effective too. And of course, you can, you know, what's cool about all these platforms is you can build these these things called similar audiences or, or similar, uh, similar kind of um, uh, groups of people who are on that list already and then run your ads to those people as well. And, you know, that way you can reach really, really big audiences as well that are, are, are very targeted. Um, and then from there, there's, there's other options like on YouTube with, uh, you know, targeting videos and channels and keywords and all sorts of things. But um, I guess the final thing I want to say there is is just to keep it simple. Keep it really, really simple at the beginning. Um, don't try, try, try and to do too many things at the same time. Um, just go after one audience with one message and one landing page um, and, and keep it really, really simple. Um, that'd be my, my key message. Cool. I love it. Anya, any, any final words of wisdom for people who want to get into this as well? Yeah, no, yeah, I, I love that, um, the whole keeping it simple thing. And and also for people who are new to YouTube advertising specifically, um, at the end of the day, uh, it, it works, you know, uh, the details might be slightly different, but if you're already maybe doing some Facebook ads or um or, or, or Twitter ads, um, it's not that different. So, uh, yeah, you have to click a few different things. You have to learn a few different details, but, uh, it's not, um, yeah, you can learn it. It's not that different. So I, I hope that, um, yeah, for people listening, if you think that YouTube might be where your audience is hanging out, definitely, uh, look into that because it's, it's an amazing platform that you can get a lot of, uh, great traffic from. So awesome. Um, so before you go, I think you mentioned earlier, uh, getting that you had something uh, for the SPI audience who is listening. Can you talk about that real, real quick? Yeah, sure. We we have um, some extra training if you're interested in, in finding out a bit more how it all works. Uh, Anya's created, I think it's about an hour-long sort of presentation where she goes through you know through all the steps of of how to basically set up a successful video ad campaign. We do have a, a, a special offer there at, uh, at the moment as well if you're interested in that. But you know if you just want to sign up for the training, that's all good. Um, if you want to get access to that, it's at uh, vroll.com forward slash spi. So v e e r o l l dot com forward slash spi cool thank you very much thanks guys appreciate you both being here and uh we'll talk soon brilliant thanks uh, uh pat and talk to you soon thanks all right i hope you enjoyed that interview with gideon and anya from v-roll again if you want to check out their uh product and and everything they can do for you actually there's a nice welcome video from gideon specifically just for the spi community uh you can check that out at vroll.com slash spi that's v-e-e R-O-L-L dot com slash S-P-I. And Gideon, I know you listen to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you, man. And I look forward to seeing you hopefully in Australia later this year when I speak at the Pro Blogger Conference, which is going to be a lot of fun. So anyway, if you want to check out all the links that we mentioned in the show notes, head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash session 267. 
And then also I want to mention before before I finish up, uh, we had an amazing launch a couple months ago for my brand new course, Smart from Scratch. We had uh, several hundred students go through, a lot of them seeing success, actually a few of them already getting their first customers for their very first ideas. And this is what this course does. It helps you walk through the idea of, well, how do you make sure that this thing you're going to work on with your business is actually one worth working on? How is it, is it going to work in the market that you're getting into? Is it one that fits into your lifestyle? All those kinds of things, right? It takes the concepts of Will It Fly My Book and puts them into practice with a lot more detailed walkthrough, step-by-step, by-schedule sort of information. Plus, you get access to me in office hours and access to a community, which everybody's saying is the best part about it. So if you want to check it out, it's relaunching in June. It's going to open up once again to a certain amount of students who I'm then going to work with, have office hours for, and help you all walk you through the process of validating your first business idea. So if you want to sign up for the wait list, you can do that right now by going to smartfromscratch.com. Again, that's smartfromscratch.com. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in next week's episode. Until then, make sure you subscribe, and uh, just keep working hard, guys. Keep getting uncomfortable, because that's where all the results are, okay? Keep getting uncomfortable. You rock. Take care. See you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI, and today I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.